two dollars. Look at that, right off the bat. Right on, right <laughs> out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Idiot. Um, yeah. Well, hey guys, welcome into uh, this edition of the post post game show. This is at Beep Count tonight. I am joined by Pam. Uh, that's yep. again two dollars, Pam. And we've also got Capo uh, out there. How you guys doing? Good. I'm two dollars poor, but I'm good. <laughs> that you know, Placey is is a great nickname, but I think two dollars is probably going to be this the name that sticks. I, I get, at least for me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't think we've done a recording in. I don't know, 16 months that I haven't earned a $2 fine. Yeah. Roy even fined me when we recorded with him. Yes. So. That, that was, that was spectacular. Man, that was such a good episode. That was uh, a great episode. If, if you haven't <laughs> listened back to the Roy episode in a long time, go back through our feed. It's, it's down, you know, about 150 episodes or so. Listen to actually both uh, parts of the Roy Bellamy episode part one may have been i think the funniest thing that we had done with a member of the shipping container um and then of course uh, part two is just roy in, in all of his uh all of his glory um yeah so go check that out uh right there on our apple podcast or wherever you get podcast and while you're there why not leave us a five-star review uh, and a couple of comments just saying you know other things that you would like to see hear from us or you know other guests that you'd like to hear from um yeah how about that? How Promotions. That? Promoting it. All right. I will not do it. Not you're do not, it. You're not going to do it? Not doing the P with the IT. Not doing it. Fair enough. All right. Um, you guys got any topics tonight? I know, Pam, you were kind of talking about one in the chat earlier. I was. Um, so on the heels of that... Steelers fan going viral this weekend because he pooped himself at the game and then went to wash his pants in the sink. I wondered if anybody else has an embarrassing story that was public or that went viral or that thank God it didn't go viral. So it's, I'm going to have to think about this one while I think about this, give us, give us something that, that, that you're thinking of. All right, so my life's most embarrassing moment fortunately did not go viral because it was pre the internet really being a, a big thing, but unfortunately it was very public. It was on an airplane um, on a flight from Houston to Baltimore. Uh, hey, Capo. Maybe Capo was on the flight. We're about <laughs> we're about to find out if Capo and I know each other really well. <laughs> I was headed up to um, see my brother graduate from uh, Coast Guard boot camp in Cape May, New Jersey. Uh, I was 22. Um, had to use the bathroom. Went to the bathroom on the plane. Had the cutest dress on. I looked so adorable in all my 22 year oldness. I thought that the door was latched. I felt very confident that the door was latched, but apparently it was not because I finished my business. Um, I had my underpants at my ankles. I had my little sundress pulled up to my waist. I was standing up. I was wiping. 
and a kid about 15 years old opened the door. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. He froze. <laughs> I froze. We're, we're just standing there six inches apart with direct eye contact. For It felt like hours, but it was probably a couple of seconds. He screamed, oh, my God. So everybody, at least halfway back of the plane, turns around and looks, and there I am with my puffica, like, full out <laughs> for everybody. People are staring. People don't know what to say. He screams then and slams the door, and eventually I had to come out of the bathroom, and it was not my last interaction with said kid. Because when we were getting off the plane, the fucking oh, no. line backed up like it oh, always no. does. And it backed up next to his seat where he's sitting with, I don't know, his brother, his buddy, a- another boy around 15. And they're oh, like my. elbowing and whispering and giggling and looking at me. It was a goddamn nightmare. How long, how long did it take you? to compose yourself and come out of the bathroom? Oh, it was a while. It was, <laughs> it was probably 15 minutes or so. Probably people thought I was in there pooping because I was in there for so long. Because I just, in that moment, all I could think was let the plane go down. Just let's let this be it. Or let me go down when I hit this flush. Like, <laughs> either way, I don't care. Like, just let this be it. Fortunately, so, it didn't make the internet. Unfortunately, there are probably 300 people throughout the world who still tell this story. Two more dollars. So speaking of two, we learned two things here from this story. Uh, number one, this is the moment that kid became a man. right? Uh, and number two, we discovered that Pam's a standing wiper. Um, I was in that instance because I was because it was a public toilet, and so mm. I was never completely. You, you, you're heated. a hover. Yeah, I was hovering, and okay. so since I was already hovering, I just stood up to finish. Um, yeah, and, and now I wish I had been a public sitter because then maybe <laughs> they would have, they would have seen I was on the toilet, but they wouldn't have seen all that I have to offer. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, so that, that story, obviously no one's going to be, be beating that story. Uh, but Capo, do you have something almost as embarrassing? I have something along the lines of with the door not being locked, which is probably one of the most embarrassing things to ever happen. Um, to me, I, I had, so I got, um, put on probation um, in like Washington County, Maryland, for it wasn't even the uh, like an, it wasn't even a gram of, of marijuana. It was they put me on so many different things, um, and I had a tr- uh, like things as I mean like um, I had to do uh, like jump through hoops for probation, like a bunch of different stuff. So I got a transfer to Baltimore, and they were like, "Look, all you got to do is take." So I was like, "All right, well, I'm a heavy smoker." no way I'm going to try um, to just stop. So I bought the Wizinator. I think. No, uh, you didn't. Dan, no, you didn't. Yes, I, 
Ontario so, Smith's version? Yeah. Um, the, the, the full price Wizenator, which whatever one that is. Jesus. Um, no. so, you know, it comes with uh, freeze-dried urine, and, you know, you get hot water. And, like, I would stop at what gas station and get, like, the hot water from the coffee machine to mix it. So my um, father-in-law's house is wasn't too far from where my probation was down on Diddle Street in Baltimore. And um, so I would stop by there and put it on and, you know, then get myself together and go down to the, um, you know, probation tea and leave and whatever. So I'm in the bathroom and I am put, pulling it up over my shorts. So like basketball shorts, but I have sweatpants over top of that. And so I'm pulling it up, uh, pulling it on, putting it on, and the door swings open. And that was my five-year-old niece. She might have been six, maybe seven. And it's just the thing, the Wizenator, let me be very clear, the Wizenator's just hanging there. And she's like, you're thingy. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 that's not what that is. That this is this is fake, but like, and I'm trying to explain it, and like my father-in-law, he we knew because you know he he knows he's not like a normal father-in-law when you think of father-in-law, and he, he's been in the game, so he knew like you know what it was. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but I was so embarrassed when she just looked at me and was like singing, and I'm just like, no, please no. And I was so like, no, this is, that's not what that is. That book is fake. I'm taking it off and explaining myself. Um, There there are literally no words that you can use, especially in a five or six year old's vocabulary. That's going to explain a fake penis. Like there's just no way to explain that to a five-year-old. He's um, 14 now. I think I should probably um, ask her if he remembers that or if I scarred her for life. Right? That's or something should you ever... should never, nope, you should never, ever bring that up. Hey, do you remember that time I showed you my fake penis? No, don't ever, ever, and I mean ever, mention that to your niece. Oh, yeah, so that was uh, that was very embarrassing, um, which I, I think I got over it. Hopefully she has. She's no, a wonderful she, little girl. She, she is so scarred for life, my friend. She's a wonderful scarred. little girl, so <laughs> Hopefully, I don't see any signs of it. Wow. Um, FMD. Yeah. Yeah. FMFD. Her therapist. Oh, Why did I even use those words? Thank you, Jeff. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, so I do have a uh, public pants pooping story. Um, so Excuse I was. Me, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sweating over here. Yeah, you should be like th- that's that's borderline, you know, um, Scott Hansen or uh, what, what's his name? Not Scott Hansen. Um, the the guy from Dateline that, does the catch a predator. Oh one. yeah, the catch a predator yeah, guy. Th- that's that. Scott is are they're related, right? The the catch a predator. Two more. Come on, Pam. Two more dollars. Let me shut it off. <sighs> that's you know just just put twenty up on the console. And and you know that that'll cover you for this week and and probably next week. <laughs> but are are so are uh, are Scott Hansen from the the Red Zone and the Catch a Predator Hansen are they related? They've got to be right. I don't know, but could you imagine it to be like 
Seven hours of commercial free catching predators. Starts now. It doesn't have the same ring to it. It does not. Uh, Chris Hansen is the uh, to catch a predator guy, and yeah, I I don't know. Shout out to all those dudes on whatever Instagram or Facebook that track down all these weird dudes that actually do those things that were, you know, with the Chris Hansen stuff. They track them down. They get them on video and all types of stuff. They got one of the podcaster um, or YouTuber. They call it on there. Some dudes be doing they they're doing good work. I don't know any of their names. I don't know too much about them, but appreciate all their work. Absolutely, keep it up. Um, so back to the pants pooping. Um, I was at a house party. Uh, this is it's got to be two thousand five, two thousand six. So kind of right on the cusp of everyone having a cell phone. Thank God it was like you know all flip phones, so the the video and photo footage is is garbage. Um, but I was at this party that maybe twenty or thirty people there, uh, and I went to the bathroom, and I had a few, and <laughs> I trusted a fart that I should not have, and down my leg, and I opened the door. And it's, I'm, you know, duck waddling out the, out the bathroom. And there's a line of four girls about to go in. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I leave the house, waddle to my car. And I, I, number one, I should not have been driving. That's, that's kind of the, the whole, the, the point of this thing is not that I was shitting my pants, but number one, I shouldn't have been driving. But number two, uh, (laughs) number two. Uh, I had shit running down my leg um, as I get into my car. Thank God I had uh, some some beach towels, and I put those on the on the seat. Uh, I sit down, take off my my uh, my shorts, take off the the underwear, and as I'm driving down uh, the interstate, I throw them out the window into the desert, into the abyss. Um, yeah. So yeah, that that was extremely. Uh, Extremely pretty sure you, pretty sure you probably sobered up. Oh, um, point eight. Yeah, like you, well, you got in a car. Like you're, you, when 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 shit hit your leg, um, <laughs> probably instantly sobered up. Like seriously, I mean, those moments we all have where you're like, oh shit, I'm really messed up, and then all of a sudden, look, I need to get the fuck together, and then you're together all of a sudden. Yeah, well, that and then walking out of the door and seeing, you know, this, this group of, you know, c- kind of hot chicks that were there just waiting to get in and here I'm just, you know, thank God they were like those, those 90 ass shorts with like, you know, kind of, kind of a little, little bit of a thicker material. So it, um, kind of held together a little bit, uh, but they were khaki. So you could definitely see the, the runoff, uh, as it were. So yeah, uh, that's, you know that's my, uh, my, my public pooping story that was um, extremely embarrassing. So, yeah. And, I, I, and I, yeah. and I I like to think of myself as, you know, someone that's kind of put together. Um, you know, I, I, I don't like to get frazzled. I like to be, you know, um, very particular. And uh, I was not particular that night. That was shorts 
underwear out the window, driving 85 back down to the house. So, yeah. Somewhere four ladies are talking in a group chat, laughing about remember pants pooping guy. Yep. And wondering what happened to you. That's me. They're traumatized too. Hey, hit us up, ladies, if you're listening, if you happen to catch this podcast, or 15-year-old boy from Airplane, <laughs> uh, or Capo's niece, if you happen to catch us and want to come on to talk about your traumatic experiences, let us know. Yeah. Are you still scarred? Um, I, I guess that, that'd probably be a question that I'd like to ask all all six of those of those individuals. Um, yeah. Does have, your have, therapist have cha- know about us? <laughs> <laughs> have we changed the course of your personal history? <laughs> yeah. You know what they say? When you're drinking at a party and you feel a wet party. No. Don't do it. No. <laughs> Don't do it. No. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to kind of switch gears here. Um, there's a game I kind of want to play. Everyone's heard of, you know, the game from the Levitard show, What's Good. Um, I want to take a twist on this and flip it. I uh, this is a game I'm going to call What Chaps Your Hide. Um, and while you guys kind of think of something here that, that chaps your hide, I'll filibuster here. Um, hate companies out there that force you to buy a new product before you finish the old one. Get out of here. You're chapping my hide. And I'm looking at you, Biore face wash, charcoal face wash. You know, if you're going to give me a pump dispenser... Make sure that the that the tube, the straw for that pump nozzle goes down to the bottom of that freaking bottle because I'm sick and tired of wasting 10 to 15 face washes because you're making me buy a new bottle before that one's finished because that, that straw doesn't hit the bottom of that bottle. Give me a freaking flip top. Give me something that I can just squeeze it out. Don't give me that freaking pump. That's what chaps my hide. And you got to balance it upside down in the shower when you're a cheapskate to try to get that. And then it falls and it yep. falls in the middle of the night and you think yep. somebody's breaking in. And, yep. yep. All of it. I get it. Chaps my hide. Pam, what chaps your hide? Um, along the same lines, uh, companies who don't provide you with enough of the one thing that you bought their product for. I'm talking about Tootsie Pops. Love them. Love, love, love them. But specifically love the chocolate ones, the brown Tootsie Pop wrapper, you know, that's the chocolate flavored candy around the Tootsie Roll. Um, So I've bought three bags this fall because I have no chill and none of them ever last till Halloween. So we've already been through three bags. Uh, Each bag has had one chocolate in it and then the rest are all the other colors like i just want the chocolate ones i why can't there why is there one in a bag there's like five cherry five raspberry three orange a thousand of the blue ones and then one chocolate annoying do better the worker's probably doing a pocket in the chocolate ones and taking them home for themselves right Probably, which is what I would do if I worked there. Heavy play. <laughs> so, uh, I I feel your pain on this one. There is a bag of Tootsie Roll pops, you know, the, the actual sucker pops that are all chocolate. <gasps> They're available right now. 
on Amazon for less than $10. Oh, well, I know what I'm doing tonight when we get off this podcast. Before sleeping, <laughs> I'm ordering the all chocolate bag. Uh, there is a bag of 60 for just under $18. And it's available for Amazon Prime. So order tonight, you get it, you know, by Wednesday. Fantastic. How about I'm that? on it. You know what? I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and copy this link, send it over to you. <laughs> Thank <Boom>. you. <laughs> Treat myself. Kappa, what about you? What what chaps your hide? So I made a partial tweet about this earlier. So followers. Followers and the people that are like, I'm sorry if any of you have done it. Okay. I'm not talking about you. I'm more talking about other accounts that'll follow people and then unfollow them. But the people that are like, I'm 79 followers away from 100. Can I please get 79 people to follow me? And then they get like 200 people to follow them because everybody's retweeting and being nice. And then they don't go back and follow any of those people back. But then you got people that, you know, uh, you know, just followers. You guys are all assholes. Just follow somebody. If don't block them, don't unfollow them, just mute them. It's the same difference. You mute them, you keep the follower, they keep the follower. You don't see what they have to say, they don't see what you have to say. Is you know, you just get along. Followers, assholes. I feel like this might be a small personal attack here, Capo, because I mentioned in uh, one of our group chats the other day that I was. X number of followers away from, from 2000, no, which, which thank you, by the way, I did hit that 2000. Thank you very much to, uh, to that follower there that hit that 2k mark. <laughs> I appreciate you. Uh, I'm looking at you specifically. Um, yeah, I, is, is that, that's a dig, right? Right. Capo. No, no, I didn't even see that. It's more about the fact that I looked at my followers this morning and I have 2003 and I was up to like 2016, but at one point I was at like 2200. I lost like 300 followers was down to like 1800 i made it all the way back up to 2000 finally hit the 2000 got up to like close to 2020 and now i'm back down to 2003 i didn't even see that you had said that <laughs> that's funny. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you, you you saw it you saw it so you, you put a fire so emoji on it uh-huh <laughs> come yeah. on that's fun if you don't read it no i literally <laughs> i thought I, it was from i i hit my profile today and like i don't I don't use that thing where it's like, see who unfollowed you or whatever. Like, I think Yeti, um, Yeti followed me. And then he was like, yeah, um, you want to come on, uh, you know, Greg Cody and talk about something. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then dude unfollowed me, never messaged me since. Yeah, Yeti, asshole. I didn't do nothing to you, buddy. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Yeti, uh, we, we do love you. Yeah, no, it, it, that was, I, honestly, I'm a hard follow because it's just like I'll retweet everybody's everything. It, you know, everybody needs a little retweet out there once in a while. I, half the time, I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what it means. And I'm just retweeting it, just trying to be just trying to be that friend. But I'm being that one friend of one buddy, one person, and everybody else on there is like, I don't want to see this stupid shit. So, you know, I kind of uh, work back and forth on myself. A quote teat is better than a retweet, though, right? Because when you hit the quote teat, quote tweet, you have to actually type something out, right? It takes a little bit more thought, a little bit more person, yeah. you know, personal touch on there. So when someone quote tweets you, I think that's a little bit better than just a simple little, oh, I like that retweet. 
Yeah, I think so. How about that? Yeah. I not only and, like it, I endorse it. That's the mm. quote tweet. And don't get me wrong. All the people that can stay follow me, you guys are soldiers and you, you deserve like awards and stuff, but I'm not the one to, to ask for them. Somebody else can give you the awards. I appreciate you. Every one of you. <laughs> yeah. And that's at straight cash homie 88. Something like that. Fair <laughs> enough. Back, back on the topic of the Tootsie Roll pops. I, this just kind of, uh, <laughs> kind of organically here. Um, what are your top three, uh, you know, so your, your gold, gold, silver, bronze, your, your metal stand of Halloween candy. Mm. Um, I don't know about bronze. I'm going to put a placeholder there. Silver is the Tootsie pop. Gold is the Reese's that is shaped like the pumpkin. There's okay. something about the chocolate and peanut butter ratio of that shape. All the Reese's shapes are better than just the cup. The Reese's tree, the Reese's egg, the Reese's pumpkin. Um, so bronze, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, I love candy corn, but you don't really give candy corn in trick or treat because you don't give unwrapped candy or you're not supposed to. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm such a candy junkie. I don't, there's not really a candy I turn down. So, hmm. Somebody else? I was going to say, just while you think, a little teaser coming up. I know we'll have, we'll probably do, uh, you know, like a Halloween episode the things that go on in baltimore during halloween are very very interesting and we'll get into them more um just a little teaser stay tuned but um my top three i would go um number three crunch bar two reese's and one peanut m and the yellow pack as they like to say fair enough so my bronze is gonna be uh the reese's cups just the cups you put those in the freezer Leave them in there for about you know a week or two, and then you can put those in a little uh, little ice cream, little vanilla ice cream. Oh, it's fantastic! A little bit of chocolate drizzle, mm. so good, <laughs> so good. Uh, the silver is going to be just you know the the classic pack of Smarties, just that little fifteen stack of uh, little sweet tarts, little Smarties, mm. phenomenal. Number one, uh, and I'm, I might be going off the board with this one just a little bit. Um, it's going to be. The caramel covered apple suckers. Yes. Oh, that's yes. Good. yes. 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 Yeah. Totally that's, forgot. That, that's the gold medal right there. And okay. I defy any of you listeners out there to beat me with the caramel covered apple sucker. Not going to happen. That's the nuts right there. Amazing. If, if you guys can't find them in the in store anywhere, I think they're at the Dollar Tree. Yep, I was gonna say Family Dollar had them on Saturday. I saw oh, when they were putting out their Halloween candy. They were bringing them home over the summer in the Dollar Tree, and I was just like, "Get these away from me!" Nice. It's not good for my fit chat. <laughs> yeah, we're not putting that in the fit chat. No, that that doesn't that that stays in the in the fat chat. Hmm. <laughs> So, 
while I have you guys, um, should we do week two of Beep Doesn't Know Bleep about the NFL? Because that was super fun last week. Yeah. And I have a question. Yeah. Um, so for, for you listeners here. Um, let's play. Come on, yeah, Beep. Let's I, play. Okay. I'm I'm game. I I think I've I've embarrassed myself enough with last week's showing and and the the whole pants pooping story from from tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm in. Uh, so for you listeners out there uh, that didn't didn't catch last week, um, I haven't seen an NFL game since 2017. Um, I just don't care about football. It's not something that's on my things to do list, and I know nothing over the past four years now of, of football. I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's on what team. I don't know who won, who lost. Um, I know nothing. Um, so we're doing a little game here called Beep Don't Know Believe about the NFL. And uh, these guys are going to try and see what I do and what I don't know. Um, so, Pam, you, you said you had a couple of questions. I do. Um, I wrote a little game. Um, it's three questions or it's three names and it's, is this a real NFL player or did Pam make it up? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. I like this. All right. Number one, Duke Shelley, NFL player or made up name? Duke Shelley. That's okay. That sounds like an offensive tackle from like the Midwest, like Nebraska or something like that. That would be Chicago Bears cornerback, Duke Shelley. Good work. <laughs> okay. Good work, B. Okay. How about that? I, I was going to say that's not a real person. <laughs> <laughs> he played yesterday, in fact. Okay. Good work. I don't watch much Bears. And so that, that, that was a complete guess, by the way. All right. Number two. Derek David. Derek David. Um, yes, real football player. Derek David is a made-up name. <laughs> that is also a made-up name, though, because it sounds 100% like a football player. Like, I Googled it to be sure. I'm like, what are two names that sound like a football player but also sounds like a dude with two first names? But it's not. So I Googled to be sure, is there a current NFL player named Derek David? There is yeah. not. But he's a, he's a wide receiver, and but he, he makes his name on special teams. Exactly. That, that's, that's what that name tells me, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last one. Last Alex one. Leatherwood. I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Alex Leatherwood. Real no, that's, current NFL that, player or that, made that's, up? That's got to be made up. There, There's no way that there's someone out there. Alex Leatherwood. Alex Leatherwood is Las Vegas Raiders offensive tackle, and he fucking crushed my Steelers, Steelers yesterday. Okay. Um, two things here. Number one, uh, okay, good, good job on being named Alex Leatherwood. But number two, Las Vegas? The Raiders are in Las Vegas now. Yes. Okay. I have a question. How long has this been going on? And are they for real? Uh, this is their first season in Las Vegas. 
Okay. Um, but it's been in the works for a couple of years. Um, they are for real. I think, my opinion, and it's not just because they beat the Steelers, my opinion is they're a very good team. Okay. I'll let Capo speak further because he's anti-Steelers, so he'll be more honest than I will. Yeah, I think they, I think last year was their first year, I believe, but like, like, I I believe so. Um, But I'm wrong about everything. Um, um, So, you ready for my questions? That would, <laughs> well, if it's, if it's if it's anything like last week, um, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> no. um, but but I think our listeners might be ready to hear just a little bit more from Capo. So yeah, let's let's go bring it. So as um, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, Lamar beat that AS last night, and KC um, lost. That's not the way I should have put it, but I was started to get a little out of hand and I had to reel back in. So my apologies, but that's what you get. Anyway, um, so I have some questions about running back since I don't know if it's been uh, noted on the show. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, if Dan talked about anything going on with the Ravens, um, but just some of these big name backs that you probably uh, think are on different teams or wherever they are. People that have changed names, changed teams. I don't even know how to fuck to put this. Cut all of that out. No, leave all of it in. But anyway, where's Latavius Murray playing at? Um, I got to be honest, I've never even heard the name. Uh, but if I am going to guess, it sounds like New Orleans Saints. Ooh, close. He was there, but he's with the Baltimore Ravens now. Okay. Speaking of uh, the Steelers and uh, Le'Veon Bell, where's Le'Veon Bell um, kicking his rocks at these days? Pittsburgh. Ooh, close. Again, Baltimore. The answer is always going to be Baltimore if the question is Capos. <laughs> okay, I, I think I'm picking that up now. Okay. Next question. Devontae Freeman. And you can't say Baltimore. Come on now. There's no way he's in Baltimore, too. Devontae Freeman? Atlanta's running back. Him and Kevin Coleman. They were to double back in Atlanta. No. Um... Let's see. You haven't watched you, so you haven't watched a game since the last time the Ravens lost a preseason game. Yeah, I mean it's been like four years now. I think the last the last game that I saw was actually in person. It was the first year I moved out to Texas. Um I saw the Giants at the Cowboys for Sunday night football. I think it was week three or something like that. I I that was the last game I watched. Um let's see. Hmm. Who is it again? Devontae Freeman? Devontae Freeman. Okay, just, just for the game, I'm going to say Baltimore. Ah, uh, the trick question, and it was Baltimore. So you get extra credit points for that one. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. All right, so batting, batting 333 on, on both of these. Those are Hall of Fame numbers. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm good. I'm good with that NFL knowledge. So, yeah, 
But still, yeah, beep, beep, don't know, bleep about the NFL. <laughs> Maybe next week I'll be – I asked a good question. Next week I'll be able to frame it better. You know, we're just, know. Better, we're just trying to get better as we go along week by week, you know. Week yep. three, you get the improvements from week one and two. You know, it was a short preseason, you know, only three preseason games. So it was just like week one was today. First. And that's going to do it for this episode of Post Post Game Show. This has been at Beep Count on Twitter tonight. I was joined by uh, Capo out there in Baltimore. Capo, where, where can people find you? <laughs> oh, man, I get to plug myself again. Um, at Straight Cash Homie 88. Uh, that kind of thing. All right. And also joined tonight by Pam. Pam, where can people find you? can be found at Halloween basic on Twitter. All right. And this is again, like I said, at beep count. Thanks a lot for uh, checking us out here tonight on the post post game show. Don't forget to listen to our other uh, uh, awesome catalog of shows. We have mid- midweek matches. We have laugh to the club. Uh, we're starting a new uh, uh, series called cinema where we, you know, take a look at meh movies and establish if it's worth it. Um, so check that out. Uh, give us a, uh, a five star review while you're there. Talk to you next time. I was just whistling.